BetMGM has an unreal deal for sports fans in Virginia. Turn $5 into $150 instantly when you place your first wager at BetMGM. Simply download the BetMGM app and sign up using code CHAMPION150. Then, place a $5 wager on any sport. You'll receive $150 in bonus bets, regardless of your wager's outcome. And if you think the fun stops there, the king of sportsbooks has plenty of surprises in store. Check out daily promotions, same game parlays, live bets, and so much more. Download the app in Virginia today and get $150 in bonus bets instantly from your first wager only at BetMGM. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms. 21 plus only. Virginia only. New customer offer. Subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Promotional offer not available in Washington, D.C. What's so special about Hero Bread's soft, fluffy, and delicious breads, buns, and tortillas? Hero Bread serves up 0 to 1 grams of net carbs, 5 to 11 grams of protein, and high fiber in every delicious serving. Made with natural ingredients, Hero Bread supports gut health, promotes weight management, and helps maintain blood sugar. Hero also drops other limited edition ultra-low net carb goodies like rich, flaky croissants and buttery brioche slider rolls. Head to Hero.co to shop today. Where am I? Help! I yelled as I woke up with my legs and arms, bound to the metal chair I was sitting on. I felt the pressure of the chains press against my shins and my wrist. I kept trying to break away from the chains as I screamed, but I could barely move. I couldn't believe what was going on. The room was dark and cold, and I couldn't see much besides the outlines of a door that appeared to have light on the other side. I felt empty, blank, and hopeless after five minutes sitting there. I didn't know where I was. All I can remember was being knocked out by some short guy with a baseball bat. Everything between now and then was just a time skip for me. I knew this was the end. Jody! Screaming didn't seem to do anything as I felt I was left to die. Only ten minutes had passed, and it felt like I was there for centuries. Out of nowhere, I hear a door on the other side open and close. As quiet as it was in that room, I felt like I could hear everything. I could hear the birds chirping outside as I began to listen more closely. The police cars that gave me hope, but always seemed to fade away in the distance. And now I could hear the guy, who may be my grim reaper. I felt fear as I began shaking. I never thought in my life I would end up getting tortured. This was something that only happened in movies, not in real life. Maybe in a foreign country, but not in the United States. Well, not to me at least. I felt like I was going crazy as I began talking to myself. Let me go! I screamed. Right after my scream, I could hear someone trying different keys on the door lock. I felt my heart beating faster, and my throat began to tighten up. I wasn't ready to face my fate. Why are you doing this? I yelled again. The door finally opened as I felt the vibrations of the loud creak of the door. It was a heavyset man in a Pikachu mask. I didn't think Pikachu was creepy until I saw this man. He had black jeans, 
military boots that had dark red stains on the front of them and a camo jacket that was torn on the sleeves. The Pikachu mask had holes that seemed to be torn open as I looked into his eyes. Pika Pika, motherfucker, the guy said. The foul stench from this guy was unbearable. He smelled like old raw chicken mixed with axe spray. I swallowed my spit as he slowly entered the room. His footsteps seemed to have an echo. I began to examine the room as there was more light shining in. I was only able to turn around so much. In the chair behind me, I could see another person. I screamed, Jody! as I recognized the red hair on her. She was naked from what I could tell and was still knocked out. The guy began laughing as he walked into another room, which I couldn't see. I began to hear metal taps and heavy objects being lifted. Jody, wake up, wake up, I yelled back. We were facing opposite sides of the room. I then heard sounds of a chainsaw being wrapped up. Oh my god. Oh fuck, shit. Oh my god, please save me, god, please. The guy came out of the room with an apron on, holding his chainsaw. I began to cry as he slowly walked towards me laughing. Please don't hurt me. Out of nowhere, the guy stopped the chainsaw. Hmm, maybe I should get to know you more before I hurt you. You seem like a sweet little boy. Look, how much money do you want? What can I do so you can let me go? I'll do anything. Well, I don't think you can afford to get out of this one. What is your name? Huey. I said. I didn't want to give him my real name. Huey? (laughs) That's a funny name, you know? You know why it's funny? Why? Because I looked in your wallet. Your name is Mike. You lie. Why do you lie to me? I thought we were friends. We are... We are... What's your name? I'm your friend, man. Please don't hurt me. He began to smile as I saw his yellow and decayed teeth. I'm the one asking the questions, and I think I'm done. I don't like liars. He quickly wrapped up his chainsaw and held the rotating blade close to me. I could feel the power of the machine as it almost touched my cheek. No! I screamed. He pulled his chainsaw back towards him as he walked towards Jody. Wait! Wait! Don't do this, please! He started laughing, and I heard the chainsaw go to work on Jody as she couldn't even react to it. I felt warm blood splatter on the back of my neck. I screamed in horror and shock as I realized how real it was. Oh my god! Oh my god, was please! This can't be happening! I began feeling motionless as I knew this was it. The guy walked on the side of me, and out of nowhere, he held the cut-off head in front of me. Surprise! (laughs) As he began laughing, the head he held in front of me was a face that wasn't Jody's. It was another face, a girl that only had red hair similar to Jody. The head's blood was dripping profusely all over me. I screamed with my eyes closed as I couldn't look at the decapitated head. I could hear his demented laugh as he was getting off on this, along with the chainsaw he was starting up. I blacked out. 
Then I began to hear some words. Hey, is that the guy from earlier? What the heck happened to him? A voice said. Damn, he's bleeding. Someone hit him on the head. What should we do? Another voice said. Let's try to wake him up. I began to feel taps on my arm as one of the boys was trying to wake me up. I slowly opened my eyes and held my arms out. I'm alone. Then I realized the torture room was all a dream. I began to feel all over my body and then I felt my head. I could already feel my head was busted open. I tried to see who the kids were as my vision felt blurred. After focusing on the kids, I realized they were the kids I almost hit with my car. What? What happened? Jody! After I said that, I realized I was slurring my words. You two. The kids. The kids almost hit earlier. You came back to help me? I was in pain, but shocked to see the kids were still at the park this late. It's not safe out here, I said. What happened to you, man? Said one of the kids. I gotta find Jody. Have you seen a girl with red hair walking around? Two buff guys with her? Both of the kids looked at each other and shrugged. I got up slowly and tripped over a rock shortly after. I fell back down hard on my chest. The kids stumbled to help me and I could see one of them begin to dial a number. Who are you calling? Asked one of the kids. 911. He looks hurt. He needs to go to a hospital. I laid there until police and an ambulance showed up. They hauled me on a stretcher while the cops questioned the kids. That night was a long night. I hated needles. The IV being sticked in my veins made me cringe. The sound of the heartbeat monitor annoyed me. The gown I had on barely covered my ass when I got up. The smell of maple syrup and urine filled the hospital. The good old applesauce cups they seemed to have an endless supply of was the only thing that kept me going. It was around 1am at night and it was time to get some sleep. I didn't really want to go to sleep. I was scared I would end up back in the torture room. All I can think of was Jody. Hopefully the cops should be out there looking for her. I woke up the next morning with my head feeling like it got hit by a train. I honestly don't even think I slept that night. I couldn't even remember any dreams. I snoozed it through the morning until I heard a voice. Mike, are you alright? Talk to me. (gasps) Jody? As I opened my eyes, it was my mom's blurry face on the right and my little brother on the left. Mom? Mike, you were found knocked unconscious on the street. What happened? Where's Jody? What's going on? I was delirious. Jody? Who's Jody? My girlfriend... Uh, I mean friend. She was with me and... And what? Fuck. I gotta go find her. I think they took her. Mike, what happened to your friend? Tell me. Some guys. Some... Two guys and some other one. Th- th- they took her. I said as I mumbled. My head felt like it had a dumbbell pressed on it. I could just feel the stitches right on it. I wish I went with you. I could have helped, my brother said. Stanley, if you would have gone, you could have been taken too. This isn't like Power Rangers where you whoop everybody's, whoop everybody's ass with one kick. Mom, we need to find Jody. Who knows what they... Who knows if they already killed her? Fuck. Hold on, Mike. 
detective told me to call him once you had awoken. My mom pulled out her retro flip phone as she dug through a huge purse for the guy's business card. She punched in his number and put the phone to her ear. Detective Winslow, this is Raquel. I'm doing fine, and yourself? Well, Mike is awake now, and he has a few things to tell you. He think... Uh, uh, okay, see you soon. Is he on his way? Yeah, he said he's about ten minutes away. He'll be here soon. Thirty minutes later, the guy shows up to our room as he walked in with the doctor. It took about twelve stitches to close that bad boy. <laughs> the doctor said walking in. And that concussion you had could have killed you had you stayed out there any longer. So I'd say those two boys saved your life. Thanks, I croaked. Well, it's good to see you're fine. I'm Detective Winslow and I see this is a case of assault and robbery. Can you tell me exactly what happened last night? Well, basically, I was going to Seneca Park to meet my friend Jody, a lady friend of mine who wanted to play Pokemon Go. There was supposed to be some type of event, a Pokemon hunt. Event? Where did she find this event? What's the name of it? I can't remember the exact name or the page she found it on, but it was a Pokemon hunt post from Reddit, I think. The detective pulled out his phone. Marlene, can you give me anything on a Pokemon Go hunt in Seneca Park that was posted on Reddit yesterday? The victim claims they went to go to a park last night around... What time was it? Around 8.45 or 9 p.m. They went around 9 p.m. Let me know what you find as soon as possible. We need to find the IP address of this Reddit user so we can track these suckers down. Thank you, Marlene. You're the best. The detective then turned towards me. What's so special about Hero Bread's soft, fluffy, and delicious breads, buns, and tortillas? Hero Bread serves up 0 to 1 grams of net carbs, 5 to 11 grams of protein, and high fiber in every delicious serving. Made with natural ingredients, Hero Bread supports gut health, promotes weight management, and helps maintain blood sugar. Hero also drops other limited edition ultra-low net carb goodies like rich, flaky croissants and buttery brioche slider rolls. Head to Hero.co to shop today. So what happened next? Well, I remember going to meet up with her. When I finally saw her that night, she was with two guys. Two huge guys that seemed to be harassing her. So I parked my car and went out to confront them. Next thing I know, a van pulls up behind me and some small guy pops out and hits me with a baseball bat. I think they took my friend as well. Do you remember any specifics about these guys, a gang, or any details on the van? While the van was white and had Mel's Carpentry logo on the side of it, both guys were Hispanic for sure, and one of them said they were the Snakes. This isn't the first time I've heard a case involving Pokemon Go. There's been several robberies and missing people revolving around this game. I will inform you now that we found a small amount of Ederfine in your system, so we are possibly dealing with criminals with a record. I'm not sure why they used only a small amount. You said they were already with your friends, so... Maybe they weren't expecting to use it on two people. It's a bit strange that only your friend is missing and they didn't take you as well. Or even left you alive. Maybe they're possibly targeting women. Not to mention you fell on the back of your head with a blow to the left corner of your forehead. There are tire marks on the road, empty beer bottles nearby, and blood found on the scene of the crime. We'll go investigate this Mel's Carpentry place. Take my business card in case you have any more information. The detective said, 
I figured the whole event thing on Reddit might have been some kind of honeypot to lure people into getting kidnapped. This Pokemon Go thing has been nothing but trouble lately, especially to children who have no parental supervision, the doctor commented. Every fat has a shady side, said the detective. After my talk with the detective ended, the doctor told me that I was going to have to stay in the hospital for one more night so that they can make sure I didn't have anything major, such as brain damage. It was okay with me, but the thing that was bothering me the most was Jody. How long would it take to find her? Would they find her at all? Many thoughts ran through my head as I laid there. I was stuck in the hospital, broken and defeated by those goons, and I could do nothing to stop them right now. The next morning, I was dismissed from the hospital, and as I was leaving, I was approached by a very odd individual. He was dressed in a black suit and tie, and wore black teardrop sunglasses. Hello there, my name is Joseph Smith. My son and his friend called the ambulance that brought you here. Okay, I said. You could tell them I said thanks, they saved my life. I'm not here to receive thanks, Mike, he replied. I was a little bit taken aback by this. How did he know my name? How did you- You were on the news last night, Mike. I'm sure most people will know your name if they saw your face. That's if they watched- <coughs> That's if they watched the news. I would stay low in case the criminals might have seen you. Oh yeah? Why exactly are you here to see me? I'm a private investigator, Joseph answered. Missing persons and kidnappings are some of the things I investigate- I'm sorry, man, but I, I can't afford to pay a private investigator or detective or whatever. And besides, the cops are already handling this, I said, declining his offer. Well, I'm a private investigator, not a cop. Those pricks are working on several cases, not just yours. You have a chance to hire someone to help you, and only you. I guess I'll leave this up to the cops then. He gave me a slight smirk. All right, well, Mike... If you change your mind, don't hesitate to give me a call, no matter the time. He handed me a card that read Agent Smith of Demon Eye Investigations. There was a red snake on the front of the card, as well as a phone number. I stuck the card in my pocket and called my mom to come pick me up from the hospital. When I got home, I laid down on my couch. It'd be lying on that lumpy old hospital bed, that's for sure. When I was about to turn on my flat screen... I had a sudden realization. The cops weren't going to go out their way to say some random girl. After a few days, they would probably declare her dead. Jody was alive out in the world somewhere. I just knew it. I believed it. I wouldn't believe she was dead. However, I knew I didn't have a lot of time if I wanted to do something about it. So I took that card out of my pocket and dialed the private investigator's number. Who is this? Hey, it's Mike. It's Mike from the hospital. I wanted to take you up on that offer. Alright. So how much are we talking? The highest price I can go is, uh, about- There's no price. My son is also missing, and I think it's by the same people who took your girlfriend. Jody wasn't my girlfriend, but I just went with it. Made me feel like I would be her knight in shining armor if this guy could really help me find her. Damn. I'm sorry about that, I said. Me too, but we won't find them talking on the phone. Meet me at Dizzy Whiz tonight at 9pm.
The burger joint? Yeah, I'm buying. See you then. This gave me some hope. He was right. The police wouldn't go out their way to look for Jody. I should not have to wait for them. I quickly got on my computer and googled Mel's carpentry. Nothing came up. It must be one of those places that are not listed on the web, I guess. Also went on Reddit to look for a Pokemon hunt event in Seneca Park, but there was nothing. I figured it would be best to go out on my own to see if I can find those guys from the other night to kill some time. It was better than staying home and doing nothing. I quickly hopped in my car and drove towards Seneca Park around 8pm. When I got there, it was almost identical to the night I first went there to meet Jody. I drove more into the park and to my surprise, I saw two boys walking with their faces glued to their phones. It looked exactly like the boys I almost hit. The boys that saved my life. Wait a fucking minute, I said to myself. Isn't he supposed to be missing? I drove closer to him and rolled down my window. Hey, hey! The boys quickly turned to me, frightened out of their minds. Your dad told me you were missing. Get in the car. You think those guys took you? I yelled out. My dad... He said I'm missing? Said the confused boy. Yeah, get in the car. I'm actually about to go meet him right now. I said. The boys got in my car, and I quickly roamed around, wondering if the guys were still around. What are you guys doing out here? Do you think it's safe? Don't you two remember what happened to me? There was silence. Answer me. Why are you guys still here? The boys were completely silent the whole ride to the burger joint, as if they didn't hear what I was saying. I parked the car, and the boys quickly ran into the burger place. What the hell is up with these kids? I said to myself. I walked into the burger joint, and I could already see the kids were at the table with Agent Smith. I found your kid. He was just at the park. I thought you said he went missing. Yeah, I found him earlier. Turns out he was only staying at a friend's house overnight. Didn't you just call me three hours ago? You found him this recent? Why didn't you let me know? Why is he at the park? Shouldn't you keep him away from there? This didn't seem right. Why the hell would he let his son go to the park my friend was just kidnapped at? This didn't seem to add up. I was confused and really wasn't buying his story. Before you start asking me all these questions... I found out where Jody's being kept. We need to go there now. We can talk about anything else later. Well, you have your son now, so is this still free? What's in this for you? I don't have much money to pay you. He slammed his fist on the table. Would you stop talking about money? Let's go now. I'll get an Uber ride for my kids right now, so we don't have to worry about wasting time taking them home. Fine, let's get the fuck out of here. But let me go take a piss first. A ranger walked to the bathroom and called Detective Winslow on my phone. Hello? Detective Winslow, I need to tell you something. Go ahead, I'm listening. I think I may know where Jody is. Really? Where is she? I don't know. I'm about to go with the private investigator to find her. He claims to know where she is. Mike, didn't I tell you I was going to find out where she was? You need to be careful around those people. They're really dangerous. And who's this private investigator guy? I'm sorry. 
I couldn't just wait at the house. I'm about to go. And his name is... Hello? Hello? Fuck! I couldn't even finish my statement as my phone died. I slammed the bathroom stall shut and went back out to see the kids leaving in an Uber ride. As confused as I was about the situation, when he told me he knew where Jody was, I completely forgot about how sketchy this guy and his story seemed. We quickly got into my car and he told me to start driving down 3rd Street. As we drove, I kept glancing at him. His right hand kept shaking. His forehead had a light coat of sweat that reflected off the street lights. The bags under his eyes were hanging lower than I remembered. Are you alright? Yeah, I'm fine. So how did you find out where she was? Long story, I'll tell you after. I want to thank you for helping me on this. Do you have an extra gun or something by the way? I don't want to be unprepared this time. I forgot my taser gun at home. Don't worry, you won't need a gun for this. Make a right on Cardinal Boulevard right here. I turned right, and not too far into the street, it came into a T-road. The short talk from the private investigator made me feel really awkward. I hoped he would be more friendly, but I figured that's how private investigators act. They're not supposed to be friendly. Going to this alley here. I went inside the dark alley that had no type of light around and parked a car. So what's the deal? What's the plan, yo? I looked to the right and Agent Smith had a gun pointed towards my head. Get the fuck out! My heart dropped. I wasn't expecting the guy who was supposed to help me find Jody turn on me like this. I was in shock as I dropped my jaw. I got out of the car. What the hell are you doing, man? Aren't you supposed to be a private investigator? Stop asking me so many questions! He immediately pistol-whipped me, following his statement. I fell down to the ground as I saw the doors open to the abandoned building on our right. The three guys from the other night popped out, cracking their knuckles. Here he is, guys. I'm not gonna do your fucking dirty work like this anymore. I don't pay you guys to make stupid mistakes. Take him inside. Yes, yes boss. boss. I looked up at the sky. I wasn't sure if it was going to be my last time seeing it. If it is, goodbye world. At Parker, our purpose is simple. We want to make the world a better place. By working more efficiently. By using more sustainable practices. By developing better technologies, we keep moving forward. With each new idea, innovation, and partnership, we're one step closer to fulfilling our purpose every single day. To find out more, visit parker.com slash purpose. Parker, engineering your success. What's so special about Hero Bread's soft, fluffy, and delicious breads, buns, and tortillas? Hero Bread serves up 0 to 1 grams of net carbs, 5 to 11 grams of protein, and high fiber in every delicious serving. Made with natural ingredients, Hero Bread supports gut health, promotes weight management, and helps maintain blood sugar. Hero also drops other limited edition ultra-low net carb goodies like rich, flaky croissants and buttery brioche slider rolls. Head to Hero.co to shop today.